0: You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. What's up, everybody? How you doing? It's Professor Broman or Broman. It's Ask Broman. It's episode nine. We finally made it. It's unbelievable. It is Friday, guys. It is Friday, November 11th. Or no, not 11th, 17th, because those numbers always look the same to me, which is just. Always a weird thing. Uh, if you're new and you don't know what this is, hi, I'm, I'm Broman. I'm a Twitch broadcaster, a YouTuber. Uh, I help run a big gaming charity event. I also own a coffee company. I do a lot of stuff. And this is a QA show about whatever the hell people who want to talk to me want to talk about, whether it's uh, content creation or running a business or any of the things that they do. I am here to help because I love all of you and I want your lives to be better and I want to do anything that I can to make them better for you so without further ado let's get to the first questions this person's name is ninja with a whole bunch of adjectives in front of it or uh, whatever consonants that i do not understand or dare to read so maybe they'll tell us how to say their name hey what's up dude hey what's up ninja
1: how the fuck
0: do i say your name all right uh so it's
1: awasipi awasipi yeah it's yeah, fuck uh that. Um... yeah yeah don't worry about it just use names <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> just,
0: so complicated does it yeah. mean something
1: yeah uh it's a i worked at a boy scout camp for like the last 12 years oh so it's the, name of the, um, so it's I, the uh, name of the boy scout camp yeah i picked it up as my gamer tag when i was like 16 and that was a cool thing to do and i just a never
0: interesting all right well i I, now now i have a strong level of compassion and understanding directed towards your name so so yeah i like it so you're you do the boy scout stuff are you like a scout leader or
1: um not really i uh i worked as summer staff for 12 summers in a row so i finished out as like senior staff but i don't work with any individual troops or anything like that i got you man
0: i got you well anyway enough of me bothering you about your questions what what can i do for you
1: okay um so i have kind of a a a less specific to streaming and more general about digital content sure Uh, yeah i like digital so i got yeah i got a degree in filmmaking which at this point basically means i got a, a digital cinematography degree yeah and the the kind of the field is super tight knit, right? So you've got to network really well. And yeah. for the most part, a lot of it is I get a imagine. day job and and make stuff and, and have an impressive reel. Yeah. Um, but so I was wondering as a digital content creator, um, do you have any tips or kind of things you've learned about getting digital media out into the internet with a, a huge amount of noise and try and get, try and get it to Uh, rise above some of that noise get it to actually read to a greater number of people than just whoever might stumble across your stuff
0: yeah okay well so if you've been listening to this like i would definitely give you the, the standard advice right like put your stuff everywhere uh make sure it's on every platform you possibly can uh you know twitch twitter instagram snapchat youtube uh facebook watch like everywhere that you can put out content tailor your content and learn how to use those services for for distribution right um but i i feel like you might be faced with some unique challenges like are you creating the content yourself or are you just editing this for other people like how do you go about putting together a reel for yourself
1: so a lot of it is all my original content kind of okay so it is it is is original content
0: for you yeah
1: yeah it's basically i'm I'm an independent filmmaker with no budget and at at the moment nowhere to put anything
0: gotcha gotcha well uh so all the things i just said right uh but then you just said you had no budget and that's that's tough so um basically you you since you are in a situation where you don't have any money you can't do any sort of ad spending you can't drive people to look at your content like whether it's with like facebook ads which are really inexpensive but they can still get things started okay um There's a couple options. One, you need to start making content and you start doing it immediately. You need to start putting it everywhere, right? Because one of the things that you're going to have as uh, a digital content creator uh, or digital filmmaking or, or anything of that nature is, you know, along with your really impressive reel, you need to be able to show that you understand how to create content for every medium. I think that's going to become an increasingly valuable skill over time. Like just being able to operate a camera and do editing for one form of media is probably not going to be, you know, the best long term outcome. Whereas right. if you have if you have the capacity to take a to take a video, right, you have a one hour video, you do long form long form thing. You put it up on long form sites like <laughs> Facebook, things like that. And then you know how to take highlights and and, you know, feed them into Instagram. And then feed them into, you know, a Snapchat story about, uh, you know, whatever the project is that you're doing. And then you can turn around and you can take that and you can edit those things. And and maybe you do the editing live on Twitch or live on Facebook or something like that. Just basically part of your reel is showing your skill set, right? I think that's a it's part of it that gets, you know, ignored. Like the reel is your interview. Um, But the interview process for digital content is changing so much like Uh, yeah, like send me a reel, blah, blah, blah. But soon, like the way that I feel like things are going now, the amount of like, let me see your reel is going to be like decreasing over time because if folks want to find someone who's really good at something and if I was looking for a video editor, I would just go online. I would Google uh, video editor YouTubes and I would find people who are good video editors on YouTube and I would contact the people, like the 10 people I was interested in and I'd hire them. You know, I would circumvent the entire traditional media process of even watching your reel. I would just be paying attention to the content that you're making. And I feel like that's the way things are trending, especially for the size of companies and that I would assume you're trying to work for right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, That
0: makes sense. They're they're young. They're small. They're agile. Like they're going to be they're going to be your your first clients. So that's your first thing is to just start putting your work everywhere so folks have easy access to it and they can kind of understand that you know what the fuck's going on okay and then the second thing is if you're trying to get work after you've started this just dm people constantly like incessantly (laughs) because uh uh, and i know that that's like that's the really unfun part but it's true like if you're looking for editing work like go on instagram go on Facebook, go wherever, wherever it is that you want to do work, find companies that that don't have any sort of production assistance and they have nobody producing content for them and say, hey, I'd like to do stuff for you. Would you mind if I did something for you? I don't know, for free really quick. You know, obviously you need to do your research and be like, see if this is the kind of company you'd want to work for or if they have products that you would represent. But, you know, you might have people bite on that. It might not be a lot but that'll give you a chance to start working on like a real practical sense, like understanding how that works. And you know what, like you might do, you might contact a hundred people, you might get 10 people back that you might do stuff for. And then one person might try and might hire you, but starting from zero, like it just takes 10 of those people that are willing to hire you. And now you have a full-time job doing what you love.
1: Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Like I hadn't thought about just like, kind. of. Can I use you as an example? Just be like, hey, bro, man, here's here's like your 10 run throughs. I did a quick edit on some of them. Can you tell me what you think? If you like, I can continue doing some of these for you. That kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Like, uh, like if you I'll, I'll get real selfish right now. Like if you went through all of my ask bro, man, videos and you and you pulled highlights for me or something like that. If you're like, hey, bro, man, like I noticed like these these are my favorite 60 second clips from each of your things and you edit them together and you made them look real crispy. That would 100% get my attention. Okay. Um, you know, because that is something right now, like I am looking for that, but I don't have time to sift through or like go out and like make a call to action for that. Um, other than casually talking about it on my stream every once in a while. And then very directly with you, uh, <laughs> You're right. you. and say and say like, this is what I need, you know. Uh, people are putting their needs out there all the time. You just have to be there to pay attention and then deliver that need when, you know, when they think no one's paying attention, like that is a huge win. You know, if you, if you follow a company and they're tweeting like, you know, stuff like blah, 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 you know, here we go. Like, man, like we're, you know, you know, they're commenting like these people have really slick graphics. These people have really good. They are literally advertising to the whole universe, right? We don't have anyone making content for us. So if you see that and you show up and you're like, hey, I did some stuff for you, they'll go, oh, shit, this guy, this guy literally like he got in front of us. We didn't even have to ask. And and he's standing here with a reel of stuff that he made for us with our product. And now it's just so easy to hire you because you've provided so much up front to this company that you are just an easy Yes. Now, it's not okay. a guarantee that that's what's going to happen, but you see how that setup works way better than just, you know, cold forwarding your reel to a thousand people
1: on an email list. Right. That's yeah. definitely what I've been doing, too. So you've been so, doing what like, the I'm, email list? Yeah, I've been doing like what's going on on Indeed and troll for entry level production jobs. Yeah, I've been there here. before. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So my, my one concern with that ha- has been the thing that's been stopping me from doing it has been kind of like uh, contacting somebody and be like, hey, I ripped a bunch of your shit off of YouTube and made a thing with it. Uh, hope you're OK that I did that. So essentially, it, it sounds like what you're saying is ignore that. They'll be more grateful that you showed the initiative for it. Than yeah, I don't think off if you you're not. It, their stuff.
0: I can't think of a content creator on Earth that would get a reel of their own stuff directly from an editor. And that just said, hey, I made this for you and it's not on your personal YouTube page. You're not advertising it. You're not trying to make money by repackaging my content. You are literally just taking my content and giving me something out of it that's valuable. I'm never going to get mad at that. So like if you're scared about reactions or overreactions from somebody, because there are there are legitimate horror stories from people who who have who have tried to do content editing and they've done something for someone and then they upload it because they're trying to get their name out there but they didn't contact the original person i'm telling you to not do that like don't try and get your name out there by piggybacking just go straight to the person who's in charge with the content that you have because that's how you get shit done you know you're setting yourself up for a positive interaction with that person by saying hey i love you this is how much i love you i took all your stuff i edited here's a montage that i did they're going to go, oh, fuck, yeah. But if you take that montage and you put it up on your channel, hey, I made a montage for you. It's on my YouTube channel. That looks that looks shitty. Do you understand right. the, the differentiation there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. One is I took your stuff and made my own thing, and here it is if you want to look at it. The other is here's some of your stuff. If you're interested, I could, here, I could send this to you.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, like just, right.
0: you know, send it. And, you know, no strings attached. Like they may not even get back to you. They might not see the email. Like they might... Or they might take it and use it and never, you know, like just just take it and use it like that's obviously a possibility. And I know that there's people who are listening or watching right now that are thinking that. But that's just sort of like tough shit. You know, this is the this is the cost of starting from zero since you don't really have anything like you just all you have is your hard work, your time and your effort. And you have to be willing to give that to people for free with no expectations up front, you know. In order to build the relationship that it, that turns into, you know, that turns into what amounts to 10 percent of your total business or whatever. You know, that's what gets you the job that you want.
1: Right. Right. That makes total sense to me.
0: Yeah, man. Is there is there anything else I can do for you if you feel like that was a sufficient yeah. answer? If you've got follow ups, I'm all about follow ups.
1: <laughs> so I have one just because you'd be my the second streamer I asked about this and I just wanted to I, I'm trying to develop a baseline. So, yeah. one, as an independent filmmaker, one of the things I want to do is make a um, a documentary kind of about the changing <clears throat> landscape of gamers and kind of. It, it, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd focus directly on this, but kind of tackle some of the uh, the issues with toxicity. Kind of like, it, you know, as much as I may agree with the argument, what Reddit's doing with EA right now is kind of like the weird side of okay witch hunt. Sort of, it, you uh-huh. know, I happen to agree with the, yeah. the viewpoints on. I'm hard to get objective on it. So, uh, as far as contacting streamers, content creators, people who are in that uh, that kind of gaming space, is there a decent way to get a hold of those people? Because a lot of times they're they're fairly public. They don't really publish a uh, an email address, or if they you know some of them may have this email address, some of them may just have like just like a Twitter or a, yeah. a stream to, to contact yeah. them. Is I mean, a,
0: I mean, you, you use what you use what is available. Um, I'll tell you as far as like gaming documentaries, I've been approached by five this past year. Um, Four of them never followed up when I said, that sounds interesting. And one guy, uh, one guy dramatically over asked. Um, And so I just and I, I came back to this guy and I was like, listen, this is too much. Like, I don't have eight hours to answer these questions for you. Can you give me the one thing that you want me to talk about? I have. I can give you 15 minutes. And then he came back with a set of five questions. Not the one question that I asked for, which would have still taken two hours of my time. And I, again, messaged him back and I said, listen, I need one question. What is the one thing you want me to analyze for you for your documentary? Uh, And then he just never got back to me. So like there is definitely uh, you definitely have to follow up. But you also have to realize that like when you're making your ask for someone else's time, especially if you're asking for their time, um, like that interaction I had with that guy was I was just trying to be really generous, like and kind and guide him into giving me something I could actually do for him. Right. I and don't know kind of, of anyone else in this space that would do that.
1: Right. Um, so, kind of, you know, kind
0: of... so, yeah, like literally if you're doing a documentary you find the one and you want to ask question a, you find the one person you want to answer that question. You send them that quick. Hey, I'm doing a documentary. This is my question. Would you mind doing a short video response for me, uh, you know, in front of your green screen or just an audio response if you, if that's too hard for you. And I would love to include you in my documentary. If, if, if I got that email from anyone, uh, I would probably get that done for them inside of a month. Right. Because it, that is easy for me to do. Like I can just, oh, well, yeah, okay. Shut my stream off. And then I, I boot my stuff up and I answer the question. I send it to them.
1: Right. So smaller scale, something that can be done in, in a short amount of time. So I'm not asking them to sacrifice their own production time for. Mine. Yeah.
0: I mean, well, I mean, you are like, that's what you're doing. You are asking them to right. sacrifice their production time. You are hundred percent playing on someone's goodwill and their chance to do. Yes. But you need to be comfortable with doing that, right? There's nothing wrong with that. That's how the whole world works. It's all like a bartering system on time. And if someone believes in your project, they're going to be more than happy to give you 10 minutes of their time. Um, but they're probably not going to be happy to give you eight hours of their time. Right. Okay. Without a pre-existing relationship, yeah. Gotcha. I'm not going to bullshit you and be like, oh no, yeah, no, but like, if, if it's a tiny amount of time, it doesn't matter, like. Uh, for for broadcasters and for a lot of people in the gaming space, it is it is a um, it is an uh, the, there's just not enough time in the day to do all the things that are necessary to do. But you don't need to be afraid of that. You should use that as a value driver for your question or your documentary. Know that you are asking someone to give up time they could be spending on generating personal income, and you're asking them to help generate you know income and value for you. Like that is what you're asking. So you better make sure that your question is damn good and your presentation is damn good. Like it shouldn't scare you, it should motivate you, if that makes sense. It should guide right. your thought process. Right. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So though, this is a really good question. Like I really, I really appreciate the question that you're you're asking. This this has been a great conversation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate the feedback because definitely as far as like getting my shit out there, I haven't I didn't even think about doing that. And now that's something I, like because, I, you know, the job market being what it is, I spend most of my time sitting on my ass trying to yeah. find a job. And now I can basically just get up and give myself a job and be maybe proactive comes that. like
0: that. That hustle is going to help you more long term. And, and if you're doing video production, everybody in that space is an independent contractor. Like so few people actually work for production houses, at least the, the folks that I know um you know they just do ad hoc work that they cobble together themselves and ultimately that allows you more freedom over your schedule and more enriching projects for you like long term so you know that's my personal bias in there but uh i think it works out really well for you long term i love being my own boss i couldn't imagine working for anyone else especially in a creative field you know yeah definitely yeah i appreciate the feedback man anytime dude uh, tell these people where they can find you on the internet
1: so um, they can start so, following
0: you now if you've piqued anyone's <laughs> interest
1: right um so uh my youtube um i don't there's not really much up there i don't do much with my youtube right now so i'll have to revamp that and get that back on its feet. but i have a, a Uh, Vimeo channel. It's under my actual name, not my ridiculous to pronounce uh, Uh, (laughs) online name. I gotcha. So the uh, on Vimeo, I'm Joe Saner. So just Joe, like you would, and then S E N E R. Okay. Um, So that's where it's probably where a lot of my content is going to end up. Just just before I can get a, a foothold to the YouTube space.
0: Yeah, exactly. Don't forget about the other platforms too. Being able to repackage is huge. especially for big companies and and folks who do what i do and and personal brands and things like that like it it'll go farther than you think you know if if one at like and i know like i i know i just like your question's so good and it's so unique to what we've all gotten like literally one big youtuber could look at what you do love it and hire you for a hundred thousand dollars a year to do all of their editing like that's the like if you can do it all Like that is the amount of money that is on the line for you. And that's just one client. And like that might be a full time job. But, you know, if you walked up to me and I'm, you know, I'm making like let's say I'm making three million dollars a year on YouTube and you're like, hey, I would manage all of your personal brand content creation. You would just do your main video on YouTube and I would repopulate it in all these other places because I know how to do that. Here's my proof. Um, I would push everyone out of the way to hire you. Yeah. And, and with the way entertainment is trending, I think people who, who grab that job are going to become more and more common. And I'd love to see you get a job like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. So yeah. Uh, so I guess the Vimeo is the best link for right now, but, uh, if, if anybody's paying attention out there, then yeah. it'd be, uh, look for an update and I'll, I'll re like right now, I think I've got a, a, a professional Facebook and I've made like Sweet. my personal one unsearchable, but it, other than that, it's, uh. I don't really have much of anything else set up for yeah, man. myself professionally, so I'll have to do this that. Is this is
0: good. You're getting it all started. You can get everything aligned. You can get the right name on everything, like the right branding. You're in a really good spot, man. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Awesome. You got a lot of work ahead <laughs> of you, but I'm excited
1: for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> You absolutely, have a good day, dude. Yeah, thanks. You too, dude. You're the best. See you later. All right. <laughs> dude, that was...
0: That was that was awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was sepi ninja. It was how I think you say that. <laughs> um, you know that's it's it's a uh, there is so much, you know we uh, like a lot of the stuff that we've focused on so far on on uh on Ask Broman has been really content creating uh, like from the creators but like as you as you I guess ascend the ranks of content creation you begin to acquire the need to have a support structure and if you are good at editing videos and you can take over somebody's like social media platform like it is such a valuable skill and there are so uh it's just not like maybe I'm not looking but it is it is going to become more and more prevalent um that if you have the ability to edit and re-edit and package everything so that it can fit on every social media platform and still be impactful, like that skill set is gonna be like in the next, you know, decade, twenty years, like that is going to be an invaluable skill set for any editor and it will probably lead to really gainful employment for anyone who's interested. Um, because uh it's just it's coming like a freight train man. It's a need that I have currently and I I can't pay someone for it and I don't want to hire an intern yet because I don't like uh I want to make sure I know how the sausage is made so after I feel like I have mastery over that stuff maybe I'd hire some folks to help out. Um but it's a uh, you know it's an ever growing space and editors editors are absolutely I agree a game changer. So That was an awesome first question. I told you the universe, guys, if you're listening, uh, if you're listening on to this later, we had just the biggest shit show of a day trying to get trying to get ask bro man together today. And I just fucking knew like we needed to do it because something was trying to stop us. But we're here now and it's going great. Okay, I'm trying to see if there's anyone else who's been really bugging me or getting at me on Twitter right now. We could talk to this guy he's been all over it for the past couple of days. Hello, uh, I think this is the Alpha Gecko. Ew, the hey, universe, the universe. Hey Alpha Gecko,
2: what's Hi. up? Hi, how are you?
0: I am absolutely wonderful. Let me adjust you. Real so quick. About that. No, don't don't apologize. You have what you have. I I am here to serve. What can I do for you, man?
2: Uh, if it's okay with you, can I introduce myself first? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, my name is Ethan. Um, I am in grade 11. I currently live in Canada. Sure. And uh, I'm a nerd through and through. I love playing video games. Destiny has been my favorite FPS as of, like, the release of Destiny 1. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Yeah, cool. Um, So I have two questions for you. If that's okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want, man. I'm here.
2: Um, so the first question is, um, about love.
0: Ooh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go.
2: <laughs> um, so the first question is, so basically I like this girl and she's like, super popular and pretty. And I'm just like, what the heck am I supposed to do? Cause I told her that I like her a few years ago. Sure. And like we were friends before that but pretty much as soon as i told her that we stopped talking completely and i Ooh, really want to change that and have no idea okay. how okay <laughs> okay so is there any advice that you can give advice? me any
0: advice i mean okay so you 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 made your you made your feelings known and then you got iced out or mm-hmm. maybe you got awkward awkwarded out okay like maybe everyone well, maybe maybe people just got uncomfortable okay uh mm-hmm. If I was in your situation, uh and this is um <laughs> this is I'm not uh, I'm I am romantic after I am in a relationship, but up front I'm very business. So if I was in your situation, I'd do what uh I'd do what I did with uh you know, when I when I met Amy and when I met my, you know, other girlfriends, was I was just incredibly direct. And I was like, you're awesome. I think you're beautiful. We should go on a date. That's it. And you'll know. They'll look at you. That You'll know immediately. You're awesome. I think you're beautiful. Let's go on a date. What? Yeah, let's go on a date. Me, you, pizza, whatever. Let's go on a date. Like, just be up front. Um, I literally told one of the girls I dated, uh, every time I try and get around you, you kind of ice me out. Uh, it's kind of like talking to a brick wall. But I think you're amazing and you're beautiful so let's go on a date and I dated that girl for 8 years so um it works <laughs> that relationship ended badly but that's what I would recommend since she already knows how you feel you just need to I don't know double down on it and if it works it works if it doesn't uh if it doesn't then yeah shrug And there's time for someone the else there's other fish in the sea Thank you. That's I mean, it's it's real. it's just it's it's like you need to be able to move forward with your life because you're going to be investing all of this emotional time and energy and trying to read the tea leaves and trying to understand how someone else is thinking. And there's no fucking way in the universe that you can do that.
2: You have to just ask. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So there's my (laughs) there's my advice. That might not be what you're expecting, but there you go.
2: Actually, no that helps a lot. I'm super like shy around her like literally as soon as she walks in the room, I'm like hella self-conscious and yeah then dude. I just
0: yeah it's just time to it's time to just talk. get it out of your system get the okay. question out thank there you. quit living in a world of ifs and and live in a world of knowing
2: oh, thank you um okay, so my second question is about religion.
0: Oh, okay well, we'll see if I can answer this question.
2: So, something I didn't say when I introduced myself is, I call myself a Christian. Okay. So, I worded that in a way that um, most other people from, like, Christianity wouldn't. I call myself a Christian. I didn't say that I am a Christian because I don't, like, right now, I don't necessarily have my own faith. And I'm just wondering, like, what, like, what have been your, um, like, experiences with people who have religions just bait like any religion at all. And like, have you had any brief periods of time with religion?
1: Um,
0: we don't really talk about religion here too much, but I will tell you this okay. about any belief structure or worldview that you have. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I've been around the world a lot. I've met a lot of different people who believe a lot of different things. And I can tell you something that is more true. Um, than anything else i have experienced in my life okay um everyone is a person regardless of what they believe everyone has uh, every everyone wakes up everybody shits everyone is happy everyone is sad they get angry they make mistakes um and it doesn't matter what they believe you know they can believe the same thing as you or something different as you um so my experience with religion or worldview is that uh it's an important way to how ha- uh, it's an important way for you to understand how someone else might think, but it should no way in no way ever affect the way that
2: you think about them. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Honestly. Yeah. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anytime, man. Thank you very much for asking your question. Now go ask that girl out. Uh, I'll try. <laughs> You'd better do it. Thank you. All right. I love you, dude. Have, Have a good a great one. Day. <laughs> you too. Bye. Whoa, Some heavy questions, man. Some heavy questions. Yeah, he better ask that girl out, or I'm gonna be real sad. Alright. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna get Cat in here. <laughs> I'm gonna get Katak in here. Uh because he was he was in there troubleshooting with me. In that other server, so I feel like they he, I owe him some time. Hey, Cat Hack, what's up?
3: Hello, good sir. Can you actually hear me this I time? I can
0: actually fucking hear you this time, bud. What's <laughs> here up? There we
3: go. Doing good, sir. Doing good. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing
0: great. Well, you know, I mean, it was it was rough getting it started, you know. But I, hey, we're here. Good things are happening. I, so good I'm things it.
3: all around. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. So what can I do for you, sir? Kind sir. All right so yes i was i recently just got partnership on the mixer platform on mixer okay cool yes on mixer like this in chat uh a week ago two weeks ago i think it was the beginning of this week yes right around that time
0: that's how time compression works in my brain sounds about right what can i do for I completely
3: understand um my question like i have at the point where my sub button hasn't even gone live yet sure sure my biggest question that i have right now is that's uh, been racking in my mind for a few days now. If someone were to come to you and ask you what, when you first got partnered on Twitch, what would they have? Uh, what would have been a good warning system, or what would have been good to have been told upfront in the beginning instead of you learning on your own? About what kind of questions? And it's a, anything in big, like in general marketing, uh, community based. Oh, okay. Uh, so
0: what? What were? What would I? what What do I wish someone would have told me when I was started? like like what would have yes. accelerated my growth? Um, uh, <laughs> this is gonna sound really self-aggrandizing, but i'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'll say it and then I'm gonna come back and tell you mm-hmm. why um if i if someone would have just walked up to me and I guess we sort of had this experience a couple episodes ago with another mixer partner actually. Uh, named that pie guy, uh, I would have wanted someone to come back and tell me that you're doing it right. Um, there were a lot of systems and a lot of ways that I approached my stream when I was starting that I didn't see a lot of other folks doing, and I was really, really scared that I was fucking it up, and I wasn't. So, uh, the thing that the things that I were I was the most afraid of was one, uh, I refused to monetize my channel until Twitch gave me partnership um now at the time you know it was just like well what are you talking about like you just put up a like you put up a tip link like so people can tip you because they like your channel um and i said no uh i said like that's no if you want to tip me tell five friends about my channel um and i was really worried that that was going to come back and bite me in the ass cuz i was sitting here and i was just making all this content and i'm seeing other people on twitch and they're making money and i'm not making any money and am i screwing it up um so but i wasn't i didn't uh what i was doing is actually a very common business practice now which is uh providing value first i was showing every single person who watched my channel that i was about community i was about communication i was about having a good time before i was about money um and so monetization is an optional part of the experience on my channel you can get the entire experience of my channel without ever paying a dime and it's been that way since day one um uh the other thing uh that i did right was i invested a shit ton of time so those were the two things that i was super worried about at the beginning right i was worried that i i was just not monetizing and I should have been, and then I was worried I was worried that I was putting in too much time. Um so for me, those were things that I was doing, but those are the things that I would recommend for you to do. Um don't try to make a quick buck with content creation. Like it's a it's a one way ticket to becoming irrelevant. Or limiting yourself um, you know like it might be really great it might go good for you if you monetize your content early you might still make off great like you could still make it to the ranks of people who who make a really nice living wage fifty thousand dollars a year making content streaming video games on the internet and that's awesome Um, but if you hold off and you focus on providing value to people instead of making fifty thousand dollars a year you could make half a million dollars a year or two million dollars a year like you have no idea um, but the second you start going in with the hard asks, you're starting to put limits on your on on the ability that you have to monetize. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. So it comes down to like if you get to a certain point, it's almost like a one trick pony situation. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. and,
0: and that's yeah. Like, it's 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 very important that monetization, especially monetization on any content creating like formula, stays fluid. Like that's that's just the way that I think. Like I don't ever want to have one way that I completely depend on monetizing anything. Um, variety is important uh, <clears throat> because if you always have a variety and then there's a new system that gets introduced. Uh, and this is a lesson that I learned when bits came out. I fucking raged on bits. Bits are shit. They're garbage. I hate Twitch. They're taking money, blah, blah, blah. And like, whatever. Okay. I was a holdout. I was a dinosaur about bits. Um, But if I would have been adaptive and said, Oh, bits are cool. Like, let's see how bits work out. Cause now they've worked out just great, right? Like they're, it's a really fun thing on Twitch. It's neat. You can earn them for free. Um, you know, but if I would have, if I would have been accepting instead of pragmatic, um, you know, that form of monetization would have done better on my channel. So just keep it fluid and be patient. If that makes sense. So that's, that's monetization. Um, and the second thing is like time input. Uh, know that I wish someone would have told me that every single hour that I put in creating content was worth it. Because some days felt worthless because I was staring at the wrong shit. I was staring at my viewer count or my follower count or my sub count and I was letting that dictate whether or not I felt like the day was successful. And this is a lesson that I have been learning for a very, very, very long time. Um, And I just sort of feel like I've maybe graduated from the first class of it. But Um, realizing that your growth as a content creator and the quality of the content that you create is not dependent on the growth of the numbers that surround your channel, but it's, uh, in the personal growth that you have and you recognize as the quality of your content goes up. What do you think about that? (laughs) Does that make sense? Oh no, do we lose him? I think we might have lost Mr. Katak. Which would make me really sad. Because he still needs to shout out all of his business. Um, I will continue talking about a third point. Since we are waiting for him to reconnect. <laughs> since we are we are waiting for him to maybe reconnect on Discord. Uh, the third thing that I think is incredibly important. When you are doing uh, any content creation. Or, or what I wish... People had told me up front was uh, and it sort of goes hand in hand with the last thing that I said um, is I I really wish I really, really wish that someone had come in and told me to never, ever compare the content that I am creating with content that other people are creating, because when you do that. You can get into a situation where you're looking at someone who's five years ahead of you and you're like, why is my shit not that good? Or you're looking at someone who is your peer who might eventually supersede you. Who might uh, who might be the only one that is growing outside of the space uh, that you were in originally when you were peers and you're just gonna be like, oh, well, cool. None of the fucking stuff that I am doing is working. And so you end up imitating instead of creating, and that can be a huge pitfall. So, apparently the audio situation has returned, but that's fine, because we got a pretty solid episode. So what I'm going to ask Katak to do, since he is in my chat room right now, is to type in my chat room everywhere, everywhere that he is available online, and then I will read that out to you with my beautiful voice. And you will all go follow that wonderful guy because he's a good guy. Technical problems happen, but we made the episode. We made it. We made it happen because it is important to reach out and give back to people. That is the number one most important thing in my life. And I am grateful I'm grateful for everyone who who tunes in and gives some time every single day to listen to this, even when we have technical issues. But hey, what is what is life without a a couple of issues? You know what I'm saying? So Katak is where while we're while we're waiting for him to post his information In my chat room, uh, I just wanted to give uh, a quick shout out and thank you to everyone who has been listening, sharing and following uh, the podcast on all the platforms. I woke up today and I saw it actually ranked in some podcast platforms, which is nuts. I really do appreciate it. Um, And the more that you share, the more people we can get out there and reach and the more we can elevate the content creation platforms that we all use each and every day. So sincerely, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Uh, so Katak's info is you can see him at mixer.com slash Katak IG. That's C A T T C K I G. Uh, and his Twitter is Katak M D S. Oh, man. Uh, ka- uh, M D S L.com. Is this correct? <laughs> uh, his, yeah. His Twitter is at Katak, a uh, c a t t CKMDSL, which is of course how i'm sure that it works so thanks for listening everybody out there on the internet i appreciate you make sure you leave a review let everybody else know what's going on and i will catch you next time on ask broman we will probably be recording our next episode on sunday Um, November, I want to say 19th, if I can do math, so I will catch you guys then peace.